you this. Yes, thank you very much for recording in progress. <laughs> Good laugh, Mr. Smith. I know that voice always gets me. <laughs> I know, because <laughs> you feel like you're getting spied on by, hi, we are now listening. We like, hey, FBI agent. <laughs> okay, so here's where we're at so far. And I'm, I'm trust me, I'm going to bring this together. We have product knowledge. We have active listening is number two. We have market psychology, number three. We have empathy is number four. Number five is storytelling. And my story was we just let Maria Via in, Mr. Smith. She's on, no, there she is. Okay. So as I, as I was preparing for this session, I look outside my window and there's a giant woodpecker in my neighbor's tree. We have this bird sanctuary outside that my wife built. There was a giant woodpecker. And, it, and we looked it up after I took the picture and we found out it's a northern flicker woodpecker. And it was, it, it's huge. And it was pecking on my neighbor's tree. And I did get a picture of it, Mrs. Smith. I tried to get video, but I was, I was in this meditative zone. Y'all see my candle right here? You see my candle? It, it is cracking. Okay, so there's your storytelling. So like I said, my point is, you should be able to tell a story as an icebreaker on your own. This is product knowledge, and I'm, I'm going to connect it back. Then number six, number six is what's so important is adaptability. The, the numbers that I gave you one through six is about what a salesperson should be able to do to be a great salesperson. So Mr. McCoy, could you give us an example? A real estate salesperson, a real estate salesperson that sells real estate, they make 3% of what the house sold for. Okay, so let's just clear it up. A real estate agent makes 3% of what a house is sold for. They sell a $100,000 house in Fresno that would be considered a low, low, low market house. They would make $3,000. If it took them six days, they made $3,000 in six days. So just so you understand, because they would have had to know the product they know the house, they know the area, they know the demographics, and people always talk about schools. They were actively listening when the person says, yes, we think we want to move to your area. They knew the market psychology around the rounding, surrounding area. They knew what was going on. Growth, new schools being involved. That way, if they had more kids, they could move to schools close to high school. Then empathy. Oh, geez, me and my husband, we're, we want to move in, but we're struggling with the down payment, but we want the house. Active listening. You say they're having trouble with the down payment. So the real estate person can go back to the seller and say, let's work out something on the down payment. Storytelling. Oh, you know, I know somebody that bought a house in this area and their, their equity went up 25% in 10 years. Okay. And then adaptability. If we can get you to move into this house in the next 30 days, would that suffice? Yeah. You know why that's important? Because that way you give time for your 30 day pay or quit notice with where you're already living. So you don't have to be paying out more money. So that side is the product side. Now let's go to you, the, the people that are on this, on this session right now. When you look at your product knowledge, 
Number one is product knowledge. You now we're on the you side. We're no longer talking about real estate. This is why you split your paper because now you're going to talk about you. So to help you out, I don't want you to answer these until we get to the end of class. Then you're going to answer because I want you to think. I want you to think carefully. This is no longer a baby lesson. This is not that. This is articulation. We are six months away from being out of school. So no longer are we going to baby around because you're all grown. You should be able to explain yourself. You should be able to break down what I'm telling you to do. You should be able to follow basic instructions. So that's where we're at. So uh, does anybody have any comments before I share some screens? The first part of the class, we're doing citizenship. So does anybody have any questions before we get started? I have some motivational slides for you that I want, I want you to be inspired because we no longer, even though we're distanced, that's fine, but that doesn't stop our learning. That doesn't stop our learning and it definitely doesn't stop our earning, okay? You keep the money flowing. If you're not in school, you can't go to work, but you, you, you have to deal with these things. You can't you can't barely go to school and then say, yeah, I want to work. I want to work all week. It doesn't work like that. You're, you're, you don't want to set yourself up for failure. I want you to succeed. So let's anybody have any questions? If you don't have any questions, we're going to move. OK, so I'm going to share my screen. I have some slides for you. OK, so I'm going to get ready to share my screen here. So everybody just stand by for a second. Let's go right here and share. All right. So those of you that's going to school and you're saying, I'm trying to get this stuff done, let's take a look at this. And if you have a comment on it, open your mic, just as long as you don't have background noise. A vision without a commitment is a fantasy. I wanna say that again. A vision without a commitment is a fantasy. So if you're saying, oh, I wanna, I wanna do this, I wanna do that, I wanna get a new spot, I wanna get a new thing. If you're just dreaming about it and you're not committed to what you say you're going to do, then it's just a fantasy. Now, listen to me carefully, because I, I, I always feel that this come up, but people try to protect people. Well, I'm not going to pull any punches on this. If you're in a relationship with somebody, I have to say that because people relationship means you're close to somebody. You're always talking to somebody. You're, you're, you're moving to the next level with somebody. You've been with somebody. Listen to me carefully. That vision has to be unified because if one of you is committed and the other is not committed, that's 50% commitment. That's an iffy, iffy situation. I, I'm just going to tell it to you the way it is. It's an iffy, iffy situation. Everybody in that in that cohort, in that group, in that relationship, in that connection, got to be committed to a goal, a series of goals. Okay, um, <laughs> I don't know how to say it any any clearer than that. If you really want to get to something, if if you if if you didn't communicate that vision, if you did not communicate that vision to your support team or your significant other or your, your friends that's in that network that you text all the time, if you did not tell them your vision and you didn't tell them about your commitment, they're going to go, oh, I, I didn't know you were, I didn't know you were trying to do this. I didn't know you were trying to do that because you're not committed. 
Oh, I don't tell people my business. They look at your actions. <laughs> they look at your actions. Oh, you're still sitting around like you used to sit around when you say you were going to do something. So nothing's changed. So I want you, whatever you're doing, make sure you're committed to it. Anybody have anything they want to say about that at all? Anybody have anything they want to say about that? If you want, if you want help with that part, please chime in. Okay. Let's go to the next slide. I, I, I don't see anybody else trying to get in, so I'm going to move my windows around. So contemplate what I'm saying. This is not a joke. This is what real successful people do and think about. Let me move my window. I'm going to shrink this down a little bit here, there. So we can go to the next slide. Stand by. See if we can go to the next slide. Okay, here's the next slide. Oh, man. Failure is not the opposite of success. It's a part of success. So let me ask an open question very quickly. Open your mics very quickly. Open your mics. Have any of you ever failed? So open your mic and talk to me like a human being. Yes. Yes. Okay. Many, many times. Yes. Okay. Yes. All of us have failed. And some of us have failed miserably. But the key is that you got back up and you kept going. I mean, we could probably sit and talk about the failures and wallow in it. Please don't wallow in your failure. Please Perseverance. Please, yeah, please don't cover up in your in your in your winter blanket of failure and get comfortable with losing. <laughs> trust me, I know how it is when you have just failed on your face in life, right? I know how it is. But it's so much greater when you get up and dust yourself off. That's why that song by Aaliyah. Get yourself back up again. That's why that is so, so important. If you remember, that was with Jet Li. Remember, y'all remember the movie with Jet Li and Aaliyah? Wait. <laughs> oh, man, this is bad. So listen, just remember, failure is not the opposite of success. Because like somebody just said, experience getting back up. And I know this may hit some of your hearts and may you think I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm teaching you what I know and what, what is real in this, in this world. You people are tired of excuses. People are quickly <laughs> so ready to give an excuse. They got a bag of excuses that they give for why something's not working. Oh, well, my cousin came by and we got distracted. Oh, well, I was eating and I got sleepy. Oh, I was tired and this and that. Folks, okay, let me ask you real quick before I move to the next slide. <laughs> I need to ask you something. What was the most recent excuse somebody gave you as to why they weren't doing something they said they were going to do? What is it? What is it? Um, well, one of my friends, they were supposed to go to my son's party and they didn't show up, they said, because they were sick. But I feel like that's like a good excuse. <laughs> good one. And that, 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 there it is. Who else? Thank you. That must have been Kalan. Yeah. Okay. W who else? What other excuse did somebody give you? Anybody? Come on. Come on. Or, all right, nobody, no friend did it. What excuse did you give? What was the last excuse you gave to 
try to make your mind feel better for something you didn't do. What was it? Come on. This is honesty hour. Um, um, uh, I was, I don't know. I can't, <laughs> I can't really think of one right now. Is that Kalan? Kalan, is that you? Yeah. Okay, so, oh, if I had time, Kalan, I would pick on you. <laughs> I would, but I'm not going to do that. But I want you to, to think about why haven't I talked to Kalan in the last two weeks? Don't answer it, but just contemplate that. Okay? Mm -hmm. I appreciate you being here today, y'all, but we're trying to, some of you are supposed to be getting ready to graduate. And I, I'm trying to set you for that. I'm trying to set you for that, but I, I can't do all the work anymore. Y'all, y'all, thank you, Kalan, for just chiming in, being honest. Okay, I, I just can't do the work. So let's move to the next slide. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to move to the next slide. Uh-oh, this is a good one. Look carefully. A satisfied life is better than a successful life because our successes is measured by others, but our satisfaction is measured by our own soul, mind, and heart. That should have gave somebody a warm feeling in your, in your spirit about a satisfied life because success is defined normally outside by other people. But don't, I tell people, don't get it twisted. Just because you see, you may see something, don't mean somebody's successful. Here it is. Let me break it down for you. Break it down. Break it down. Here it is. Like you've seen the slides before. It's better to have a $30 purse with $300 in it than a $300 purse with $30 in it. Don't get it twisted. That's embarrassing. People, you, you look at Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg. You don't see them in any Gucci, no bling, and they're multi-billionaires, not a bit of bling. So don't try to impress other people with this life thing going, oh, I made it, and they have no money. They have no satisfaction. I mean, that goes back to Mick Jagger. You remember the song, I can't get no satisfaction. Even though he was, he was a rock star, mega, sold out concerts, Rolling Stones, still sung about, I can't get no satisfaction. Yes, I can get success, but I can't get no satisfaction because satisfaction is in your own soul, your mind, and your heart. Anybody got anything they want to say about that? Any, anybody on here have a satisfied life so far on here? Chime in. Just give me, give me an answer. Come on. Give me an answer. Anybody have a satisfied life? I'm not talking about successful. I'm talking about satisfied. Go ahead, Cole. <laughs> no. You're not satisfied? No. Are you successful? No. Okay, so Cole, you got to get there. Yeah. So let's do this, Cole. Look at the last three. Look at the last two lines on here. Cole, I want you to be 
satisfied in, first off, your own soul, your own mind, and your own heart. Therefore, your actions going out will help you to get to that next level. I just want to say that. I, I just want you to simply say, I hear you. So that yeah, way you I okay. understand. Okay, good job. So anybody else, this, this is so real. I'm trying to, to help some of you. I see you lying on with your, your hand up. You have a question or your comment? Uh, comment. Um, Go ahead. The thing about having a satisfied life, to me, you just got to know the world around you and you just got to understand it a lot more. That's why, you know, reaching out to others for help so you can, can learn more things, you know? And that's true. That's true. But just make sure, Lionel, listen, and I'm, I'm, this is, I'm your counselor too in this session. Make sure you're cleaning your own area first as well. My soul, my mind, and my heart, I need to be secure in those areas before I go over to Lionel and say, Lionel, yeah, check it out, man. And hey, da, 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 da. Make yeah. sure, there we go. Make sure you're on top of you mentally with your own soul, your own mind, and your heart. Listen to me, everybody. I'm a move, but don't let people, other people, influence you and your movement in life in your soul, mind, and heart. Don't let it happen. Don't let it happen because now you're living their life. Don't let it happen. My, one of my business advisors told me, okay, he said, if you're the smartest person in the room, you got to go to another room because you, you're so smart. You're not going to learn anything because you're the smartest person in the room. And he also said, number two is what he said. Listen to me. He said, if you don't have an agenda, if you don't have a plan for your life and stuff, somebody's going to give you their plan for your life. You can't dispute it because they're going to say, but you didn't have a plan. This applies, this applies when you go ask for services. When you go ask for services, somebody's going to say, what have you been doing since you, before you came to see me about this service? What have you been living on, eating? Where have you been staying? What, what was your track record before that? I don't know. When you say, I don't know, they go, your application is denied because you're being insufficient. So I'm just, I'm giving this to you. I'm giving this to you. Let's go to the next Can slide. I interrupt real quick. Yes, Mrs. Uh, for Lionel, uh, Ms. Gamut and Dr. Nelson need you in their class in step, STEM folio. So they're waiting for you. Oh, right that now. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll head to that one then. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lionel. Yep. Thank you. Don't forget to do one through six for you, Lionel. Yep, I know. I, I wrote it down. In You're the man. Okay, we're going to go to our next slide. Thank you, Mr. Smith. Here's our next slide. Oh, man. Can somebody read that for me online? Somebody read it, please. Change happens when we are brave enough to talk about why change is needed. Okay. Did anybody take this personal? On this phone, on this, on the Zoom, did anybody take this personal? Yes. And everybody should, because if you don't take this personal, you're you're avoiding, you're avoiding real. Listen, let's. Thank you for reading that. I think it was Cole that read that. Yes. Change happens 
when we're brave enough to talk about why change is needed. And here it is. I, I remember if you were in my sessions, I say we have to stop lying to ourselves. And you have to fess up why you need to move on with things. You, you have to be honest. You can't go check in with somebody else going, oh, do you think I need to move on with this? Do you think I need to? No, stop checking in with other people about your decisions that affect your life. Oh, this one is so heavy because this is a page turner for some of you. And I, that's, that's the goal. I told you there's no more babying. We got to get so real because the way I look at it, to me, graduation and ending this year is three months away. That's the way I look at it. So I'm, I'm beyond all the mediocrity in between the little, oh, uh, happy Easter. Bump that all that like that. I'm at the end. So you have to, you have to think about the future and then act on it. Anybody have any comments? I'm going to move to the next slide. Anybody? Good job. Let's go to the next slide. I want you to be empowered. That's why I'm doing this. This is a tree shaker. Look at this. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just going to break it down. You could read the slide. Persuasion plus communication. Ethically persuade and influence without feeling like a fool or fake. Oh, McCoy, no. Don't do it. Yes, I'm going to do it. See, because between logic, which is intelligence, and your heart, which is emotions, there is a in-between is an ethical persuasion. You don't want to be unethically persuaded. Oh, I wish, I wish we had more time. Does everybody understand what this is talking about? If you, if, if, if you don't understand it, please say, Mr. McCoy, can you clear that up for us? Because sometimes here's what happens. That needle in between that says ethical persuasion, people are thinking with their heart. Oh, oh, I went to school with them. Oh, I know them because they're my homeboy's friend. Oh, my heart. Oh, yeah. Bump that. Because you're persuaded by, by them lying to you and then you get ripped off and then da-da-da-da-da. Or they break your spirit because you, you poured out. Now, you look at the logic side, the intelligence side. Well, I've never met them before, and I never want to talk to them uh, because I uh, figure out I'm smart, and, and I don't think they're smart as me, so I'm not going to even deal with it at all. You're too far to that side, the logic side. You, you could be smart, but considerate. So notice in between is ethical persuasion. You don't need to crook anybody out of anything. That's why a lot of times the salespeople on a car lot says, I don't need to hustle you. See, a hustle can be unethically persuaded because they, they it's like tax returns right now. Tax returns. When everybody begin to start talking about taxes, they, they start saying this stuff like this. How would you like to have money in your account now for your taxes early. Oh, doesn't that sound so good? Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> Actually, the, I have two children and that child tax credit would sit quite well in my account right now. And then they, they quickly give you that fast talk without logic. <clears throat> Anybody got any comments? I, I can't stay on this one. It's a heavy one. Anybody got any comments on this one? I know it's heavy, but you're grown. And these are decisions and things you'll be dealing with. Okay, everybody got it? Okay, 
All right, I'm gonna stop sharing my screen for a minute to, I'm gonna stop sharing. Where's my stop share? Okay, stand by everybody, I'm gonna stop sharing. You're sharing, I know I'm sharing. <laughs> okay, let me do this real quick. I wanna to go to this PowerPoint. Okay, so everybody, I wanna stay on track. I'm gonna move my window around here very quickly and I'm going to start this slideshow. So stand by. So let's, let's go here. We are now transitioning, because I definitely want to get my, my questions answered. This is, so now that I've talked to you about life skills, I'm, I'm watching the clock and I'm on time. We are now, our citizenship was first. So we did citizenship. Now we're transitioning to life skills, where at the end of this session, you're going to answer one through six about you. Okay, so we're right on time. So okay. we're still seeing the persuasion and communication screen. Is that okay. what you're showing right now? Uh, stand by, Mr. Smith. Let me um, let me stop sharing, and then I'm gonna reshare. Thank you for that. I'm gonna. I just started my other PowerPoint, so you should now see the PowerPoint. There we go. Upper okay. mobility. Okay, so everybody, we just transitioned from citizenship to life skills, and I'm gonna get through this pretty quickly. But this tells you. This is about telling you how to move forward. This is upward mobility. That means moving up, not going down. So this is a training, all right? I'm gonna move. I didn't see anybody else trying to get in, so I just shrunk the window down. So let's go to the next slide. This is this is the skill of how to, Ms. McCoy, how do I tighten up my game intellectually, socially, and educationally? First skill, first thing to do, I'm saying this because this is something I do, I do a daily to-do list. I don't care if it's on your phone or don't use your memory to do it because strategically and statistically, it's not working. You say, Ms. McCoy, how do you know that it's not working? Well, let me just give it to you raw and real just like this. When school started, we had 26 potential graduates. I will tell you right now, we are not at 26 potential graduates. And I can tell you that's because, of course, life, however, however, I'm still here. The teachers are still here. COVID has been here. Uh, so what are people doing that they're saying, well, I just didn't do nothing. Well, I, it took a week for me to go get the netbook or I didn't check my mail. This is one of the reasons why you don't have a list of things to do. And then you start trying to deal with things as they come. So like I said before, write down a things to do list. OK, I do it. I don't care how, how I know what I do. I still have a things to do list. And for today, I have my list to do. And that, that holds me accountable. Winging it doesn't work. This is not the society to wing it because people don't wanna hear it. Let's go to the next one, okay? Look at this. Somebody just remember failing to plan is planning to fail. I, I'm, how much easier do, do, do I need to make that, okay? Failing to plan 
is planning to fail. I'm going to tell you like your grandparents used to tell you. Don't let this go in one ear and go out the other. I want you to process what I'm telling you because this is how people succeed. This is how those of you that scheduled to graduate or scheduled to get your contracts renewed with EOC or scheduled to move into that next level, you need this training. And listen to me, listen, you need to adapt this to your life. You can't just hear and go, cool, cool. I'm at the end of class. I'm going to fold my paper. That's not going to help you. You got to apply this. Everybody got that? I'm going to move and then we can talk. Uh Oh, watch this next one. (laughs) Everybody ready? Watch Mr. Smith light up. Okay. Bam. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Ben Franklin said, remember that time is money. Time is money. Now, listen, I sent, I'm just, here's my story. I sent this picture to my son. That's a real picture. That's not a stock picture. I sent this picture to my son and told him, my wife and I are going on vacation. I sent him this picture. He said, have a great time. I think he was mad at us. (laughs) I'm just telling y'all. So time is money, y'all. Look, somebody still counting. One, two, three, four. I know you are. I know people. Trust me. I did this on purpose. Okay. It's like an icebreaker within within a lecture. Real, real. Look at Mr. Smith going, "Ah, I wonder, is that any of that uh, LOL money? (laughs) I'm done talking. Everybody understand that time is money. Don't stand around spending time with people that ain't paying you. Sorry. 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 Paying your bills on time is critical. Getting, getting, signing for your paycheck. Those of you core members, clocking in on time is important. Clocking out properly using a black pen or a blue pen. Don't go in there with no red pen and messing up. Yeah, everybody's grown. So let's do grown people stuff and handle it. Time is money. Don't waste it on somebody that's not spending and investing in you. I said it. All right. Take a look at this. The present Yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery, but today is a gift. And that's why they call it the present. Okay, so let's understand that. We're not going to rest on what you did yesterday. You need to be moving forward about today. Today. I need you to hear that. Today. I mean, obviously, there's a three-day weekend. Let's focus on cleaning up today. Okay, I'm not going to worry about tomorrow. That ain't that ain't the ticket. That's not the ticket. It's today. Did I officially do everything I needed to do today? Everybody got that? I'm going to move on. We could talk live on it. Here it is. Listen to this. Time must be explicitly managed just like money. Okay, much of this won't make sense until later. What does that mean, Mr. Boy? Are you trying to give us a riddle? No. Let me just tell you, the people that don't graduate, the people that don't get to that next level, the people that sit and will be in the same spot next week at this time will be because they didn't manage their time explicitly like money. I'm, I know it sounds raw. Some people may think it's mean, but if you know me, I'm going to be straight with you, okay? I, I got to be straight and honest. Make your notes if you need to. Um, and if you want to ask me about it or that kind of thing, let me know. Listen, time management entails more than keeping a calendar. However, 
It requires identifying your obligations. Obligations are what are you committed to? What do you have to do? Considering their importance, that means prioritizing it, right? And then making choices of how you're going to use your time. If you know your work is due, if you know you will not get participation credits without sending one through six to Mr. McCoy and Mr. Smith after you were given explicit instructions to do so, don't be surprised when your report card comes in March and you don't get credits or in life. So I'm giving it to you both ways, okay? If you don't pay your rent on time on the first, don't be mad when you get a three-day notice. Or let's flip it. Let's say you did everything right and you completed your senior portfolio and you got a, I don't know, $6,000 school scholarship. That's because when Mr. McCoy said, don't wait and don't make everything late, Let's say you did it on time, expect good things. If you do stuff on time, expect good things. I said it. Process it and apply it. Let's move on. Spend every second in an efficient and productive way. If you fail to do the day's deposits, the day's deposits, the loss is yours. It's not Mr. Smith's. It's not Mr. McCoy's. Don't let this is not a game. We want to win. We want to be successful. I hope you do too, because otherwise it's an exercise. I I'm going to keep moving because I'm going to get to my one through six. Listen at this. Your attitude towards time is a critical factor in all you do and everything you accomplish. Your attitude towards time. Oh, I don't wear a watch because oh, I just kind of wing it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Your bills don't just wing it. Your landlord don't just wing it. Your teachers don't just wing it. You got to have a good attitude towards what you need to get done and say, this is important to me because what you allow will continue. If you allow a lackadaisical mindset on time management, it's going to hurt you because you, you think everybody's going to wait for you. Oh, oh we're going to wait for COVID to clear before we do anything. Oh, I'm not going to take it all serious. And what are we, it's, what are we doing? I want you to succeed. That's why I'm, I'm giving this to you and I'm moving quickly through these. Look at this one. Look at this one right here. Check it. The clearer you are about your goals and objectives, the more efficient and effective you will be in achieving them. Listen, you want to get 80%? You want clarity accounts for probably 80% of success and happiness. 80%, if you on a grade level, is a B. I didn't even say 100%. 80%. Be efficient and effective. 80% of the time on stuff you're doing, 80%. Ms. McCoy, what is 80%? Eight out of 10 times. That's what it is. That's how you do it. So you say, well, how do I do it? What, what, how? That's how you do it. Efficient and effective. 80%, eight out of 10 times on things that's under your umbrella to handle. I hope that's very clear. Let's move. Mm -hmm. Obviously, make your goals specific and concrete. Set short-term goals and long-term goals. Set a deadline. Set a deadline for your goals. Monitor your goals. It's like you check your checking account. You check your savings account. You check your EBT balance. Don't play with me. Look at the last line. Change your goals if needed. If you got honest with yourself and it's unrealistic, you're going to buy a house and 
two weeks, change your goal. <laughs> I'm just being honest and real. Y'all know me. Let's move. Being successful doesn't make you manage your time well. Managing your time well makes you successful. That's efficient productivity. Go to McDonald's and think you're going to see somebody standing around or Taco Bell or any fast food place standing around twiddling their thumbs. Not. Let's just think about it. Bam. Here's a good one for you. For those of you that's going to go off to college and even, even in class now, for every hour you're in class, you should study at least two hours. Time management really means managing yourself. It's, it's a way to be happier, more effective, and more successful. Okay? So for every one hour, spend two hours studying and meditating. Recall, recite, review. I know this is a lot, but you're grown. And we're almost done. Let's go to this last slide. Write things down. Don't rely on memory. Prioritize your list. Plan your week. Spend some time at the beginning of each week to plan your schedule. Carry a notebook. That means in your phone. You Why, why would you have a phone, a, a handheld computer, and the only thing you got in it is something that ain't paying you? Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram. You're looking at everybody else's success. Write down a things to do on your on your weekly so you can get it done. And the last line, look at the last line. Learn to say no. Learn to say no. Your time is valuable. So I'm going to stop sharing and let everybody open their mics. Let me get up here. And I'm going to stop sharing. So I want everybody to open their mics so they can we could we could do this this part before we go into talking to you about being a counselor. So um, does anybody have any questions on, I know that was fast, but it's just important that we keep track of our time because I wanna leave some time at the end of it, the 10 minutes for counseling talk. So if you had a question or you wanna talk about how is this distance learning thing working, we could talk about that at the end. So let's let's go to your sheet, is everybody, Everybody open your mic. Are you ready for your sheet? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So number one, on the product knowledge, you're the product. How well do you know yourself on a scale of one to 10? Everybody write that down and circle that number because this is what you're going to send to me and Mr. Smith at the end. You're going to just take a picture of the paper and you're going to send it. So, because now you're not real estate, you're a person. How well do you know you? Well, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure myself out. Let's not say that anymore. Because you're grown. So here's your secret. I shouldn't see no less than 80%. Because you, you've been living with yourself. You know that, hold on, I'm going to judge you. I, we, I noticed I didn't say no judgment today. We're going to start judging people. <laughs> anyway. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know you don't make up your bed. Look at Mrs. Smith going like, no, how do you know I don't make up my bed? No. <laughs> Listen, can I be honest and transparent? I'm going to be honest. I don't make up my bed. My wife makes up our bed. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm thankful for that. So that, but you say, well, Ms. McCoy, are you in trouble? No, because that's still part of my 80%. I'm still a B. I'm cool. So how are you with your product knowledge? So I'm just going to ask everybody, your product knowledge is you. So I'm going to say it like this so nobody's confused. How are you on your you knowledge? Give me some scores. 
I hear a nine. Seven. Seven. Come on, Cole. Eight. Kalan? I'm Maria? myself at eight. Kalan is an eight? Yeah. Okay. Maria? An eight. Good. Okay. Anybody else? How about you, Mr. Smith? Uh, 7.5. Okay. So listen to everybody's numbers. There's no judgment here. It's just, this really makes us look at ourselves. That's what this is. It's not judgment at all. It just goes, man, I never thought of it like that. I never looked at myself like that. Well, wait a minute. Okay, let's go to number two, active listening. How much of an active listener are you on a scale of one to 10? An active listener means if somebody's explaining something to you, you at least show some change of face, some nod, some kind of feedback. You know, you go like this, you go like this, you, you make some kind of expression that you're listening. Or if you're not good at active listening, if somebody's telling you something, do you sit there and look at them like this? Ask you, how, how are you? Look at it. It's like this. My cat died. I'm getting kicked out of my house. I lost my $1,000 paycheck. And you just sit there with this look on your face and you don't say nothing. Or you just do this. Oh, my cat died. Oh, I'm so sorry. I lost my $1,000 check. What? I'm sorry. So <laughs> quit laughing, Mr. Smith. So on a scale of one to 10, active listening, what's your number? I will give myself a 10. 10, okay. That's Kalan, okay. Who else? 10. Cole, good. Cole, okay. Uh, eight. Is that Estevan? Yeah. Okay, Estevan said an eight. How about Maria? Uh, I would say a nine. Okay. All right. I think we heard from everybody. If I didn't, I can't tell on my screen. So if I missed you, say it. Just say, hey, mine's a five and I'm Joe. Right? So just tell me. Mr. Smith, how about you? I said seven. Seven. Okay. All right. Now, let's take it deeper. Number three. Your psychology of how you present yourself. Your psychology on how you present your, this is going to be an interesting one here. Give me a number between one and 10 on the psychology of how you present yourself. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for this one. So this is, oh, sorry. I knew, I knew I'd shake a tree on this one, boy. Oh. <laughs> Go Cole. I was, um, is this like, like mentally or no? Like when when I when Cole gets ready to introduce Cole to somebody, does Cole have a mental plan to say, "Don't forget to tell him this. Don't forget to tell him that. Don't forget to tell him this." I'm I'm, I'm welcoming Kalan back. So does Cole think about it first and have a plan to say, "Hi, I'm Cole. I like skateboarding. I like these. These are my favorite foods." Can Cole just bring it on out, or does Cole mm. right? Not not as much no. Not as much what? Talk to me, Cole. What are we saying? Um, like being quick with it. Not being like quick with it, but having a 
plan saying, hey, like, oh, this is my name, this is what I do, or this is what I like. Like, I don't think into depth into that. I just saying like, yo, like my name's Cole, I like skating. And it's just like very simple. It's not like- And that's okay, Cole, that's okay. It, the key is not having it planned and marketed and written down, but the key is to know Cole and say, well, I can't sell anything better than I can sell Cole. I'm going to tell you why I should get this job. I'm going to tell you why I should get this promotion. Not that I got to go look it up. I, I don't need to write it down. I'm going to speak for Cole. So it's it, what it's saying is how does Cole speak up for Cole? Does that help? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be fast or rapid fire, but I mean, yeah. the reason why we're saying this is because some of you are going to be applying for jobs. So the psychology is they're going to say, they're going to ask you, why should I hire you? Why should I extend your contract? Why should I allow your housing extension? Why? I don't know. I just think it's a good idea. Cause, cause, um, no, then I, let's be honest. Somebody else tell me. Uh -oh. I would give myself uh, seven. Seven, that's Kalan, right? Yeah. How about Maria? I would say a 7.5. Okay. Esteban? I said nine. Okay, good. And folks, this is just simply how do you sell yourself? I mean, how do you, you know, it's about you're, you're your own product. You want that next level. If you want it, you got to fight for it. You can't let somebody outsell themselves over you. All right, let's go to number four. Empathy. How much empathy do you have when you when you deal with something that may not be so happy when you relate that back to somebody about their situation how are you on a scale of one to ten uh, do you have a heart for them or do you just are you cold and inconsiderate and being rude like you didn't hear them say something Sad. On a scale of one to ten, ooh, this is a tough one. It's an eight. Eight, cold. Okay, Mr. Smith. Seven or eight. Okay, Kalan. Oh, let's say a ten. Okay, no judgment, Maria. Wait, wait. <laughs> okay. Wait, Kalan. Why'd you say, wait, your number's lower? No. Uh-oh. Well, if we had time, I would. So, Kalan, that means what that what you're saying to me is if somebody told you something sad, you probably have a tear in your eye. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, and no judge, no problem. Because we all hear sad things and you you have to kind of kind of say, I hear you, but you can't stay there with it. I I know. It's bad that your cat ran away. I'm so sorry. What was your cat's name again? Puffy. Okay. Good laughing, Mrs. Smith. Oh, Puffy, the cat ran. I'm so sorry that your cat ran away. Then you can move on. At least you you sent out a word of compassion. All right. I'm leaning on. Maria, give me a score. Nine. Okay. Oh, oh, Maria. You, okay. I ain't going to say nothing. Because Maria probably would love sitting around drinking coffee, telling stories. Huh, Maria? Is that true? 
Maybe. <laughs> I love reading people through Zoom. It's amazing. Maybe. <laughs> okay, Esteban. Uh, I'd say 6.5. 6 6.5. 6 because, okay, Esteban, can I be honest? Mm, yeah. Esteban, can I be honest? Yeah. I don't think you want to hear it when somebody brings you sad news, do you? Uh, <laughs> now. I understand. I hear you. And honesty is so good because you know, I could tell in everybody's voice. I could. So this is how we, okay. Great, 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 great. Let's go to storytelling. How many of you could just rattle off a story just to break the ice a little bit before you get all serious. And how many of you can do that on a scale of one to 10? Give me some numbers. I'd say it's 10. Okay, Cole? Um, seven. Okay, Mr. Smith? Uh, five or six. Okay, Maria? I'm sorry, can you repeat that, please? Like on storytelling, how quick can Maria, to break the ice before you get into something serious, or they call it an icebreaker, but I call it breaking the ice. How quick can you do that before you get into something serious? Uh -oh. I'll say an eight. Okay, and Kalan. I would say an eight. Okay, Kalan, give me a give me a quick story. Go. Um. Um. Well, the other day I was in the bathroom and I was like looking at a fighting video and. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was looking at a fighting video and <laughs> I started practicing like fighting in the mirror, and then I accidentally hit the mirror and it broke. Like, and I was, oh, oh welcome to True Confessions right here on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me get this straight. You were looking at a video. Hit him. Yeah. Hit him. Hit him. Hit. And you broke your mirror. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No judgment, but this is okay. <laughs> Thank you for that story. At least it wasn't a person. That's right. <laughs> uh, and that's good. And that this that's a way to to shift the conversation because if you go apply for a job, sometimes employers would say, Tell me about how you motivated somebody. Tell me about how you and you you want to be able to do that. Okay, let's go to adaptability how this is so important right here how adaptable are you on a scale of one to ten four who's that me Cole, Cole. said four yeah it's not really good you you don't adapt well not necessarily no I'm st stuck in like procrastination Okay. And it's so hard to like get into new, um, new, um, I forgot what it's called. I understand. I, I do understand. So what I want you to do, some of you on, on these topics, you can email me offline um, because what I want some of you to do is change how you've been doing things to something a little different. Because mm -hmm. if you know that, and you're not adaptable, you want to build up your adaptability so you can become stronger 
as a mark as a as a marketing uh, uh, tool for you. That's the whole goal because your future depends on it. Mm-hmm. So these these are skills that we know we need to work on. Um, and no worries, Cole. This is cool to be honest. You go, okay. How can I be more adaptable? Build, and I'm gonna tell everybody: build up your skill set. Your reading, your writing, your typing, your interpersonal communication skills. Role play with your TSAs and counselors, and your role play to say, "How did I do on that? How did I do?" Okay, good. Esteban, scale of one to ten on adaptability. Was it ten? 10, okay. Maria, adaptability, one to 10. Nine. Okay. And Kalan, adaptability on a scale of one to 10. I would say a five or like a four. A four. Can you, Kalan, can you explain that to me? I'm just, I don't know. (laughs) It's like, I feel like I don't really adjust, like, I don't, I'm not really adaptable. Like, I can't really, I don't know. Like, new things, I, I don't do good with, like, new stuff. Okay. I'm just I, used to old. I understand that. But remember, when you apply for a scholarship or you apply for a job and you're moving on and you, 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 okay, let me, hold on, let's break it down. Can you adapt to a new car? Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I can set the seat back. I'm, I'm just saying, let's, so if you can, if you can adapt there, you see everybody how we're trying to play it so that mentally adapting is saying, yes, I could, I mean, I like eating chicken, but I can sure adapt to plucking a chicken if that was my job at, at Johnny's Chicken Farm, if that's my mm-hmm. job. And that's all I'm saying to everybody is being adaptable for that next level to adapt, to go to college and do college discipline work, to adapt to doing, filling out a scholarship application, a FAFSA application for college, um, interviewing to extend your core member contract, adapting to, oh, I don't really go to meetings, but there will be meetings. So I just want everybody to be open with that. Anybody else have any comments before we talk about counseling? We are right on time. So anybody have any questions or comments? No. Okay. So we're good. We got, we got through one through six. So that means you got a, you got a split piece of paper. You're going to send that to me and Mr. Smith. So let's talk about counseling. Uh, So everybody just listen to me carefully. I said this at the beginning. We, I cannot with pathways go in and physically change your calendar, your classes until we go back in, in, in person. So I can't move anything around because technically, if a person hasn't been active on, on Schoology, they were marked inactive because we went to distant learning. So yeah, there's a lot of work behind the scenes involved in all this, but to, to give it to you like this, right now, if a person was inactive coming to school, they are marked as informational only. I can't go into pathways and say, oh, a person's done with algebra, so can you add them to um, an elective class or can you add them to history? Through the computer, I cannot do it because of distance learning and if they were inactive. 
Everybody technically is an IS student that's been active. Core members, oh, we love this, Mr. Smith. Listen at this. For core members, I have to switch their status every week. <laughs> and then when we go back in person, I have to reverse everything. That's crazy. Pathways is nuts. And, and that's not really because of Pathways. It's because of the, the getting the attendance. Okay. So that's why we, I was saying, that's why we send the emails out. If people are not getting on these sessions, we get no attendance, everybody. And it, it puts those that come that's consistent, you're good to go. But those that don't, it, it, it's definitely an effect. So if you that's on this call, call, on this Zoom call, if you have a question about a question. who's that having a question, Kalan? Yeah. Um, how can like, because I know I missed a few days, well, I missed like a few days, like a lot of days. Is there any way like that can make up for it? Or do I just like keep, co start coming consistently now? I, I, Kalan, I'm gonna just go ahead and be honest with you. I'm gonna say start coming consistently because right now we're in the APT of two credits. So every class you attend is two credits. In March, everybody is when we do the new report cards. Listen to me and I don't, I'm just telling you at, at March, we are 90 days from school being out. 90 days. That's the way I, I'm just giving it to you like that so that people know this is serious. And I, I'm just coaching everybody. So let me also say, nobody's going to graduate early. Okay. Nobody's going to get out before everybody else and all that, because senior portfolios, if you're in that class, it's got to be completed as a, as a, as a school standard. And then I have to print transcripts. I'm kind of giving that to you as a counselor. You got to go through this, Go through your curriculum, have all your credits done, teachers are ready. It has to be printed with headquarters. It's got to, your report card got to be printed and your transcript is completed. That happens and we can only do that with seniors that are really, really, really done a little early to be able to have the transcript. But without people completing stuff, we can't earmark you for that. So I'm just, I've been saying this and I'm being honest with you. I cannot do that stuff at the last minute. I will not do it at the last minute. It's too much pressure, too much stuff to do. That's why if people are doing it here, when they're told to do it, then when you get to a certain part, it's like done with it. And senior portfolio is one of those things that I have to submit names to our principal, to Sean at a certain time. And I, I cannot do it the wrong way, everybody. So I'm just trying to tell you, Kate, um, does anybody else have any questions on the, any of those topics? So if you have additional counseling questions, I'm gonna stop this recording, okay?